505, and you've made it to the end of the month, and it's hump day. Welcome aboard, Dave Schumacher, on this Wednesday morning. Zach, we are, the jet is warming up. We are just about to head to Jeff City for the Missouri Corn Growers Annual Meeting down there today. So if you are heading over there for that, we look forward to meeting everybody, and everybody heads over to the hill, and uh, about uh, right after lunch, they have a lunch meeting. The governor, the great state of Missouri, is going to be there talking uh, to the folks. And we've uh, they've already set it up to where they said, I don't know, Zach, if this is, they said he'd really like to visit with Farmer Dave from KTRS oh, if, I mean, he's, who if he's there. Who won? So um, we'll catch up with him. It'll probably be our last time to catch up with him before uh, he moves his uh, stuff out of the uh, governor's house. So uh We'll find out kind of where he hopes to finish up his uh, term and some things that he's working on down there. And one thing, and you know, we folks have listened for a long time. We don't talk much politics, and I don't care what party they are. If they're doing their job, that's all I worry about. But he's always been a big supporter of agriculture. He's a cowman. He's a rancher. He knows to talk. He can walk the walk. And uh, I think, I just from the outside looking in, that he's extremely comfortable when he's around these kind of groups because they're kind of his peeps. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're farmers, they're ranchers. Um, and, uh, he, he's always been very receptive as far as, uh, anytime you wanted to try and catch up with him about something or whatever, they always, uh, made him available. So uh, we'll be down there for that annual meeting, uh, later today. So we'll be heading down there immediately after the show. So those of you that travel 70 westbound between about 6 and 8.30, get out of my way. I'm coming through. Uh, so we'll do that a little bit later. We've got a bean report. We're going to find out about a uh, relationship with Beck Seed that the Missouri soybean has uh, uh, made about their soy lake soybean uh uh, varieties. We'll find out what that's all about. We'll check that weather forecast. So much to do. So little time to do it. We better get started. We head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Good morning, everyone. We're reading 40 degrees outside right now at 5.07. Weather and sports coming up. But first, here's what's happening now. Former U.S. Senator Jean Carnahan, who became the first female senator to represent Missouri after she was appointed to replace her husband following his death, has died at the age of 90. Carnahan was appointed to the Senate in 2001 after her posthumous election of her husband, Governor Mel Carnahan. She served until 2002. Her family did not specify the cause of death, but did say Carnahan died after a brief illness. The U.S. Justice Department is looking into allegations of Democratic Representative Cori Bush of Missouri that she misused government funds for her personal security. The progressive lawmaker confirmed the news Tuesday. Bush said in a statement that federal prosecutors were reviewing her campaign spending on security services a day after the Justice Department subpoenaed the House Sergeant at Arms for related documents. She said she is fully cooperating with the probe and denied using federal tax dollars for any personal use. The Justice Department declined to comment. Donald Trump is cheering a decision keeping him on the primary ballot in Illinois. 2024 Republican frontrunner notes the state's election board of four Democrats and four Republicans on Tuesday unanimously declined to remove him before the U.S. Supreme Court decides whether his role in the U.S. Capitol attack makes him ineligible for the presidency. Illinois is among several states where Trump critics have pushed to remove him from the ballot for violating a constitutional ban on office holders who, quote, engaged in insurrection, end quote. 
The Supreme Court next week hears arguments on a Colorado case in which Trump was stricken from the ballot. A decision in Maine is on hold. The U.S. Department of the Interior has awarded nearly $5 million to Missouri to clean up what's identified as, quote, legacy pollution. More from KTRS's Steve Potter. The problem is not just in Missouri, but across the country. The Interior Department says millions of Americans live within one mile of an abandoned coal mine or orphaned oil or gas well, which they call environmental hazards that jeopardize public health and safety by contaminating groundwater and emitting noxious gases. This award will help the state assess its thousands of orphaned oil and gas wells, including those with high methane emissions, and prioritize them for future remediation. They say the methane leakage is not only a serious safety hazard for humans and animals, but a significant cause of climate change. The department says Missouri's funding is a milestone, marking that now half of the states are on the road to clean up scarred communities. And as a bonus, this action will create good-paying jobs across Missouri. Steve Potter, KTRS News. Illinois State Representative Amy Elick has been appointed to serve as the assistant House Republican leader joining the leadership team chosen by House Republican leader Tony McCombie. Elick released a statement which reads in part, quote, I'm ready to take the lead on issues that will help make Illinois a better place to live and work, end quote. McCombie and Elick say they will focus their efforts on restoring checks and balances in state government, addressing key issues that impact Illinoisans, and protecting citizens from government overreach. Combating crime will be the topic of a public meeting hosted by the Dutchtown South Community Corporation. The meeting will be held at 6 p.m. tonight at the Thomas Dunn Learning Center. Time now is 5:11. Taking a look at the KTRS forecast today: sunny with a high of 50 degrees. Tonight clear with an overnight low of 37. Tomorrow cloudy with a high of 60. It's currently 40 degrees here at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to the sports desk, the Blues were shut out last night by last place Columbus Blue Jackets in their final game before the All-Star break, one to nothing. The Note just managed to get off 21 shots on goal in a loss that snapped their five-game winning streak. Slough basketball lost at Loyola Chicago yesterday, 77-62. The Bills' losing streak stretches to five games with Fordham coming to Midtown on Saturday. Number 14, Illinois basketball picked up a key road win at Ohio State, 87-75. Taron Shannon scored 23 in his best performance since his return on January 21st. Mizzou basketball continues to search for their first SEC win tonight as they host Arkansas in Columbia. Pre-game coverage starts at 7 p.m. with tip-off set for 7.30 here on the Big 550. That'll do it from the sports desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. It's another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day. God bless America.
remarkable cows. And wherever we go, it's a fabulous show. Oh, you know we are cows. That's right, we're cows. Uh, 514 on this Such Wednesday morning, the 31st cows. of January. Once again, welcome aboard. Big things going on today. Somebody's birthday and the chipmunks knew about it. How about that little chipmunk tribute? You knew I couldn't leave that one alone, Zach. Oh, yeah, yeah that version of it's, uh, yeah, wow, what a special, what yeah, a special rendition of that song, yeah. Just for you, the chipmunks, happy birthday. You can finally legally drink. Congratulations. <laughs> if today's the day I can finally legally drink, I've been doing something illegal for the last couple of years. Yeah, well, there you go. I, it, it's up to you. Do you want to tell the folks that you're collecting senior your social security or what yeah, i'm calling to? the medicare man ryan Raphael. medicare man yeah. right now yeah. you better start planning for retirement i am 30 years old today 30 years old out of my today 20s, yeah. god i don't even remember when i was 30 i don't remember when i was 60 that was just a couple years ago right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just a few years ago well congratulations you know I'm, you. I'm, I'm, apparently you didn't read the company handbook mm. because birthdays are considered a personal holiday did you not know that you, right, you know what they said you know what you can take off today i said no i gotta said, gotta no. be with farmer dave you said no 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 can't do that exactly yeah there you go well i'm sure you'll have cake and flowers and stuff around there after a while for you so um, something like walter that. Will, walter will send over some flowers for you <laughs> so there you go well happy Thank birthday you. hope you, Thank you hope you have a good one and uh Many more to come at 30. God, you're just a kid. You're just a kid. And uh, lucky you. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, kind, of a, kind of a raw day yesterday, weather-wise. I was it out, was a cold you know, one. Now, yeah, just that, you know, it was what, like 40, 41, 42. But compared to three weeks ago, it was summer. But it just had that cold, damp kind of a feeling about it uh most of the day now are we into the warm weather today is, is it is today uh, we're first? back in we're back in the 50 50 for the high and then it looks like this honestly the next 10 days look we're i mean we're going to be at you know mid 50 60 degrees for the highs the next like 10 days and then we drop back off a little bit but yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. enjoy the next week week and a half yeah i mean we're looking at 62 tomorrow, 58 Friday, 60 Saturday, 55 Sunday, 50 Monday, 52 Tuesday. So, there you go. Not going to be bad. Yeah, I'm not going to be a bad uh next couple weeks. All right. Well, we'll take it and believe it or not. Okay, you know, it, you know, there's always something. So, now out in big wheat country, they're concerned about the warm weather. Two weeks ago, we were talking about they were worried that it was going to freeze. <laughs> yeah, it was too cold, too cold, and freeze the wheat crop. Mm. Well, now some of this warm weather in big wheat country has them concerned that it may come out of dormancy. Uh huh. You know, this is the kind of the peach tree thing. You know, where they start to bud out too early, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, sometimes good warm weather is not always a 
good thing this early in the season. So we'll find out more about that winter wheat thing coming up a little bit later as well. Uh, let's see here real quick before we start into the markets. Uh, I got a text from my buddy Mike Hamilton up at the hay auction. I uh, said, boy, the hay's rolling in. He said, here's a few early listings for the sale on Saturday. Uh, 84 bales of archard grass. So these will be three by threes now. Uh, 56 archard clovers, 54 alfalfa archard grass, 123rd crop alfalfas, all in the three by threes. He said, boy, there's some quality hay rolling in. So there is going to be a big run, especially a lot of three by threes. A lot of guys have been looking for them. And, uh, well, it looks like maybe this warm weather has got them, uh, out, uh, out loading hay and bringing it to the market. So that'll be on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock at the Hamilton Hay Auction. You can go to HamiltonHayAuction.com for directions and details and all that. But it looks like there is going to be a big run. We'll be up there helping with the sale on Saturday morning. Let's run over to the markets. We finally had some life in the corn trade. It was turnaround Tuesday. We were five to eight cents higher at the close. That resulted in a um, lower low, but higher highs and the net gains for the March contract. March also now uh, net higher for the week so far, but it's just midweek. Brazil's first uh, crop corn harvest at 15% complete. That compares to 12% last year and 10% on the five-year average. March corn closed at 447 up 7. May closed at 458 up 8 and a quarter cents a bushel. Overnight, we're giving a little of it back, not much. March is off a penny at 446. May's down another penny at 457. September new crop at 471. That's down one in December at 479. That's down a penny off a high of 480. So at least we did see a little rally yesterday. Over on the soybeans, yeah, we were big time double digit up yesterday. We were everywhere from uh, 21 to 24 cents higher. Uh, front month soybeans had settled uh, with a lower low, as we said earlier on the corn, 15 to 24 cent gains at the end of the day. USDA's weekly export data had 889,000. That's about 32.7 million bushels of beans shipped during the week that ended the 25th of January. That was a 54 percent decrease from the same week last year. Uh, let's see. It looks like the uh, total reports have an East Coast poultry producer importing Brazilian beans into the U.S. for crushing. They're buying them out of out of country cheaper than you can buy U.S. beans. Uh, looks like Brazil's reporting 9% complete of the harvest versus a 4.4% uh, this time last year. May or March beans closed at 1218, up 24. May closed at 1227, up 22. And July beans closed at 1236. Up 21 cents. Over on the overnight trade, we're giving a dime back in the March at 1208. May's at 1218, down nine and a half. November beans at 1190. That's down six and three quarters. And January trading at 1199, down eight. It was at 1208 at one point. Over on the wheat trade yesterday, uh, traders are keeping an eye on that. As we said, we were watching that forecast for out west, and the market came in. Double digit up yesterday. March was up twelve at six oh five. July at six twenty, up a dime. Well, what goes up must come down. We're giving most of it back overnight. March at six at five ninety nine, down six and a quarter off a session high of six oh five. May at six oh nine, down six. July new crop at six fourteen, that's down six and a quarter. And December trading at six thirty nine, 
down six and three quarters. Coming up on 522 on this Wednesday morning, 31st of January. We'll take a quick break. Take a look at the livestock and forecast for the rest of the week right after this. Don't let Cupid's dart miss its mark. If I can't trust you with my chocolates, how can I trust you with my heart? Send the finest chocolates on the planet this Valentine's Day and hit your mark. Saddleback Chocolates, O'Fallon, Illinois. Saddlebackchocolates.com. It's Kismet. Where is a great time to work on your trees? Hi, I'm Steve with River City Tree Service, your go-to tree service since 2008. Whether you want to trim your trees, need some deadwooding, or you want a tree removed in the stump ground, Choose the ISA Certified Arborist at River City Tree Service in Baldwin. Right now, we're offering a winter special that will save you a lot of money. Call 314-270-8071. That's 314-270-8071. River City Tree Service. Coming up on 523 on this Wednesday morning, well, the good folks over at Seidenstrick or Noby Partners, YSN Partners, they want to invite you this for this weekend to come out to their show at the uh, uh, St. Charles Convention Center. It runs February the 2nd through the 4th and explore all the commercial and residential John Deere equipment. Boy, they're going to have all the toys. You can come by and take a look at the gators, the moors, the compact tractors, compact construction equipment. They're going to have show specials, low financing options as well. This weekend, put on by the Seidenstricker Noby Outdoors de- uh, Department. Yeah, this is the one you want to go to. Check it out. It's going to all be inside. It's going to be a great weekend to come on over and check out all the John Deere equipment. As we said, they're going to have the... The uh, side-by-sides are going to have the uh, zero turns. I'll have the gators, the compact tractors, and, yeah, they're a great line of compact construction equipment. Check it all out this weekend at the Seidenstricker Noby Outdoor Show. Once again, it's at the St. Charles Convention Center, February the 2nd through the 4th. So check it out. We'll see you there. I'm Jennifer Blome. And I'm Wendy Weiss. Join us weekly this year as we introduce the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club presented by the St. Louis County Library. To me, reading is magic, and our book club can be your passport to mystery, adventure, anywhere your imagination wants to go. The 2024 Jennifer and Wendy Book Club will introduce you to local and national authors, events, and special programs. Presented by the St. Louis County Library. Every week on the Jennifer and Wendy Show, right here on the Big 550. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 524 forecast coming up for you in just a little bit. Let's run over to the livestock trade. Futures settled the session 182 to 270 higher in the cattle. Been a good week so far. Live cattle futures were in the black for the close, though gains were limited by oh, about a half percent in value. USDA confirmed cash trade for the week remains unestablished through Tuesday. Mostly last week around that 175, they did quote a few sales up to as much as 177. At the Oklahoma feeder cattle auction, they had 10,000 head. Prices were 5 to $10 higher, uh, with the uh, calves as much as $20 higher. The listings included 44% steers, 53% heifers, and looks like about 30% of them were over 600 pounds. But, yeah, 53% were heifers, and that's still telling us that these cattle heifers are going to market. USDA's afternoon box beef prices weakened with a 335 pullback in the choice and $1.77 drop in the selects. Uh, looks like the numbers on Tuesday at 127,000, leaving the week's total at 252. 
That remains 12,000 ahead of last week's pace and 6,000 ahead more than the same week last year. February cattle closed at 170.802, up 65. April at 180.175, up 52. And June cattle at 179.22, up 75. March feeders closed at 241.32, up 270. Over in the pork complex, we were higher there as well. Carcass value was 52 cents lower. However, the board was higher, but the cutout values came in lower. Looks like uh, numbers for the week so far, 492,000 on Tuesday. That's got the week's total at 982,000. That's 20,000 head ahead of last week, 24,000 head more than the same week last year. Plenty of hogs to go around. February hogs closed at 75.85. Up 57, April was up 147, 84.90, and the February cutouts closed at 88.75, up 132. Coming up on 527 on this Wednesday morning, time to head to the weather desk. What do you got for the rest of the week, Zach? 40 degrees outside right now. It's going to be partly sunny today, high of 52 degrees, mostly clear overnight tonight with a low of 36. Mostly sunny tomorrow. 62 degrees the high on Thursday with a low of 43 on Thursday night. 58 and partly sunny on Friday with a low of 45 on Friday night. Could see a spot shower late Friday night into early Saturday morning. But by Saturday, it'll be partly sunny again. 60 degrees the high. And on Saturday night, a low of 44. Chance of rain throughout the day on Sunday with a high of 54 degrees. And cloudy on Sunday night with a low of 37. Looking into next week, mostly sunny on Monday with a high of 51. And on Tuesday, sunny with a high of 52. That's latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Showing 38 degrees here in rural Belleville as we get started this morning. Sun up at 7.07 and sundown at 5.21. Uh, Looks like the winds are coming in out of the west at 4. And visibility is at 10 miles. Real quick, one of the textures text in 84126 is the text line. If you've got a question, you got something you want us to know, drop us a note. We always love to hear from our from our listeners. A couple of birthday wishes coming in for you, Zach. I don't know if you're checking the board there. Uh, but somebody wanted to know, we were just talking about the hay. Up at the hay auction, you know, I said these are all three-by-threes. Mm-hmm. You know, there again, my fault. I took it for granted. That, But somebody wants to know what a three-by-three is. All right, those are the size of the bales. They're three feet by three feet, eight feet long. They're great big bales. So that's what a three-by-three is. They're three-by-three by by eight feet long. So now we know. Great question. We're out. uh, We'll take a real quick break for the news. We'll be right back. If you're farming and not using farm credit, you're leaving money on the table. They have so many programs that are tailored to farmers and add up to just a great experience. My name is Nicole Lanham. We grain farm, mostly corn and soybeans. My husband, Matt, and I have been farm credit members for 10 years. We transitioned from a traditional bank. The application process was streamlined and farm credit was able to consolidate them into fewer loans with a lower interest rate, so it was a no-brainer. I'm a big fan of the free rate conversion. There's no fees, there's no new appraisals. You just sign a piece of paper and they tell you what your new lower payment is. And something that really sets farm credit apart from other lenders. With Patronage, they show you how much it effectively lowers your interest rate every year and it's usually around 1%. So even if your loan is technically the same as a bank, you're really getting more value at farm credit. Your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Deneuve explore musical fables, a performance featuring the timeless classic Peter and the Wolf, 
accompanied by the Academy Award-winning short film, Francis Poulenc's colorful Les Animaux Modernes, narrated by Broadway star and St. Louis native Ken Page, January 27th and 28th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at theappliancediscounters.com where our our savings savings are are your savings. savings. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Members of the House Homeland Security Committee voting overnight to move articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to the full House floor. Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene claim it's because of border security. The facts are the facts. Secretary Mayorkas is breaking the law. Democrats like Dan Goldman say the charges are baseless. All of your allegations are completely bogus and they exclude the obvious and clear rebuttal points that undermine everything that you're trying to say. The heads of big social media companies will be on Capitol Hill today. They'll be discussing the dangers of social media to kids. The White House signaling a decision has been made on retaliation for the killing of three U.S. service members and the wounding of dozens more in that attack by Iranian-based militia in Jordan. Federal Reserve wraps up its two-day meeting today. No one expects them to move on interest rates, but members could signal what they plan on doing during their March meeting. This is ABC News. It's 531 outside at uh, Zach Biney, KTRS News. Former U.S. Senator Jean Carnahan, who became the first female senator to represent Missouri after she was appointed to replace her husband following his death, has passed away on Tuesday at the age of 90. Her family did not specify the cause of death, but did say Carnahan died after a brief illness. She served as First Lady of Missouri after her husband's election as governor in 1992 and through his two terms. On October 16th of 2000, the governor, the couple's son, Roger, and an aide died in a plane crash. After Mel Carnahan was elected posthumously three weeks later, acting Governor Roger Wilson appointed Jean Carnahan to fill the seat left vacant by her husband's death. She served until 2002. Meanwhile, lawmakers on both sides of the political aisle are reacting to Carnahan's death. Congresswoman Ann Wagner released a statement which reads in part, quote, Jean was a public servant through and through. She cared deeply for our great state and earned the respect of all of those around her. End quote. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid also released a statement, quote, as matriarch of the greatest political dynasty in modern Missouri history, Jean Carnahan was dedicated to her family. As a U.S. Senator and First Lady, her dedication to the people of Missouri was unsurpassed, end quote. A faction of the Missouri Senate has ended a roughly 16-hour filibuster that was meant to pressure their fellow Republicans into fast-tracking legislation that would make it harder for voters to amend the state constitution. The Freedom Caucus's filibuster, which began Monday and ended on Tuesday, comes as abortion rights supporters are trying to get a measure on the November ballot that would guarantee the right to abortion in the state constitution. State Senator Bill Eigel, a Freedom Caucus member, says the hope is for Republican Governor Mike Parson to put a measure on voter-referred constitutional amendments on the August primary ballot. A popular annual fundraising event sponsored by several local police departments is scheduled for this weekend. We have details from KTRS's Steve Potter. 
Saturday's 21st annual Polar Plunge is hosted by the police departments of Lake St. Louis, where the event is held, and by the Wentzville, O'Fallon, and St. Charles County departments. Anyone 10 years old or older is eligible to take part by donning Hawaiian-themed costumes and plunging into the frigid water. Last year, the event raised almost $100,000 for Special Olympics Missouri, which is a year-round program of sports training and athletic competition for thousands of children and adults with intellectual disabilities in the state. Each participant must raise a minimum of $75 to take the plunge on Saturday. Registration that morning begins at 10 o'clock, and the plunge starts promptly at noon. More information about Saturday's event can be found on the Lake St. Louis Polar Plunge Facebook page. Steve Potter, KTRS News. Grammy Award winners Jason Isbell and the 400 unit will perform at this year's Illinois State Fair. In addition, Grand Ole Opry member Ashley McBride will join the headliners on August 11th. Ticket sales for Jason Isbell and the 400 unit go on sale February 3rd. That's KTRS News. The time is 535. We'll take a quick break and be back with Farmer Dave right after this. Are you living with joint pain? Living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love. Pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go. It's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain. If you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options, you may be a candidate for a Mako Smart Robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement, which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to drpalmerortho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love. 5.36 on this Wednesday morning. Well, believe it or not, the planting season is just around the corner and the pressures that all go with it will start to mount as we get closer and closer. Is the equipment ready to go? Do you have the seeds bought, the fertilizer, all your chemicals, everything bought, all the bills are starting to come in already, and you're thinking, man, I don't know. I don't know if I can get through another day. You're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless? Well, there is help. You can call or text the helpline, the Farm Family Resource Initiative helpline at 833-FARM-SOS, and you'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressures of grain and livestock farming. And there's no cost to call. You can even drop the counselors an email if you would like at Farm Family Resource Helpline at MHSIL. Everyone needs someone to talk to, and if you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of support, do it today. Give them a call. Give them a text, 833-FARM-SOS. That's 833-FARM-SOS. They are there for you. Everyone needs someone to talk to from time to time. And as we said, if you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of that support, call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. SOS brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. Discover the perfect January getaway at Camden on the Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Our beautiful and newly renovated rooms offer comfort and relaxation along with state-of-the-art amenities, including a refreshing outdoor hot tub and exquisite dining at H. Toad's Bar and Grill. 
Room prices start at $109 per night, so call 573-365-5620 and use code JAN0124 for your getaway deal. Create memories that last a lifetime at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 5.38 on this Wednesday morning. For those of you just joining, it's Zach's birthday. One of the listeners says, Zach, try out a Roth IRA for retirement. Yes, young man, start am, putting uh, your Oh, I've already been doing away. that. I've already been Put, doing that, so I'm well ahead. That a boy. There we go. That a boy. Mm-hmm. Start putting your nickels and dimes away, and it'll all... It'll all add up so that you don't have to work till you're like 70 or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're in radio, so you'll have to work till you're 80 to, you go, to get yeah. where you want to be. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's going to be all right. Uh, folks getting ready to head out the door. What do you got weather-wise? Still 40 degrees outside, partly sunny today, high of 52 degrees, mostly clear overnight tonight with a low of 36. Tomorrow it's going to be mostly sunny, 62 degrees, the high on Thursday with a low of 43 Overnight on Thursday, Friday, partly sunny with a high of 58. Could see a spot shower late Friday night into early Saturday. Partly sunny on Saturday, though, high of 60 degrees and a low of 44 on Saturday night. Chance of some showers throughout the day on Sunday with a high of 54 and a low of 37 on Sunday night. Mostly sunny on Monday again with a high of 51, sunny and 52 on Tuesday. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks. Actually, on 37 degrees out here on the deck in rural Belleville. Winds are blowing in out of the west at 4 miles an hour. Humidity at 79%. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up at 7.07 and sun down at 5.21 this afternoon. And, Zach, it's still just kind of a little bit of daylight yet at 6 o'clock. So yeah, it's getting, uh, getting, it's getting Yeah, it's getting later. Yeah. Hey, you were talking about that, um, what do they call it, polar plunge? Polar thing? plunge, yeah. Yeah? You in? I mean, if this, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be this year. It's going to be 60 degrees outside. Yeah, that, that water's just got the ice off of it. <laughs> the water's still, water's still cold, but at least when that, you're getting out, it's not going to be as bad. Yeah, when you get out, somehow it'll feel a whole lot better when you get mm-hmm. out of that cold weather. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never done, I, I never, I've done the polar plunge. I've just never done it officially as a polar plunge. Mm. I fell through the ice, but I wasn't trying to raise money for anybody. I was just <laughs> trying to, uh, trust me, I was just trying to get back to the bank at the time. Uh, yeah, boy, that water's cold. And uh, When no, did that happen to you? Oh, I was just a child. Um, let's see, I don't know. I was probably 15, 16, 17. We had an, a lake in the neighborhood, you know, kind of the neighborhood pond. And it was a couple acres. It was a nice size lake. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, we would skate all winter long. You know, the lake would freeze and we'd skate all winter long. It stayed frozen. Well, as time goes on, there was always the big kid in the neighborhood that you couldn't skate till the big kid checked the lake. <laughs> well, over the years, there were, you know, there was people older than me that would check it. And then they grew up and got smart and went on their way. And then I kind of got to where the year came when I was kind of the big kid, huh? I was the big kid. So I'm walking out there on the lake, and I'm easing along, and I'm jumping a little bit here and there just to kind of in the shallow water, making sure that it's not going to break, you know, and I'm stomping my foot, and it's not breaking. I get just about out in the middle. Now, it's just a couple acres, so it wasn't really not that far. A, not a big pond. So yeah. I jump one more time. Big mistake. Shouldn't have jumped. Right through I went. 
uh, and uh, I had on rubber knee boots. Now, when rubber knee boots get full of water, they're kind of hard to... A little heavy, huh? Kind of hard to pull out. Yeah. Well, I was way in over my head. The water was way over my head. But I remembered in Boy Scout training where they always told you, level out and swim out onto the ice. Don't try and pull yourself up and out on the ice. Break a bug, the hole big enough where you can get you know, flat and then kind of swim out onto the ice where you don't because the edge keeps breaking off if you just try and pull yourself out. Mm-hmm. So I got it. I, for some, that Boy Scout training came to mind, and I just leveled out, and I crawled out. Well, now there's about an inch or two of snow on the lake, which probably why it wasn't frozen right. But anyway, so I'm thinking, now if I stand up, I'm going to fall back through. So I crawl, I stay on my belly, and I crawl to the bank. Now I'm soaking wet, crawling through an inch or two of snow. So when you get to the bank, you're now a popsicle. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of glad to get to the bank. Uh, and really nobody helped get... you when you were. Oh, they were all screaming and hollering, but nobody. <laughs> you know, they were all younger. I was the big yeah. kid. They they didn't know, they know what, what to, to do. do. Mm. They didn't. They didn't want to come out there and get me, which was a smart thing. I'm glad they didn't. You know. Uh, but yeah, I crawled to the bank and I declared the lake unsafe for skating that day. And then I ran <laughs> home and got warm. Got warmed up. Uh, if it could happen. Oh, and then, you know, we always built the fire. You had to have the fire right on the off bank. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, right off the ice. And you'd sit there with your feet with your skates on, and you'd sit there with your feet trying to warm them up. Well, over a period of time, those steel blades would get hot. And it, would, it wouldn't happen all at once. And then all of a sudden, your feet feel like they're on fire because now the blades are <laughs> the blades are hot. And you're trying to get your skates off because your feet are burning. God, that brings back haunting childhood memories. How I live to be this... How I lived through all that, I have no idea. But anyhow, there it is. Fun days on the, on the on the local pond. It's coming up on 544. We'll take a quick break. we got a bean report right after this. Your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director, Stefan Deneuve, explore musical fables, a performance featuring the timeless classic Peter and the Wolf, accompanied by the Academy Award-winning short film and Francis Poulenc's colorful Les Animaux Modernes. Narrated by Broadway star and St. Louis native Ken Page. January 27th and 28th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. Where is a great time to work on your trees? Hi, I'm Steve with River City Tree Service, your go-to tree service since 2008. Whether you want to trim your trees, need some deadwooding, or you want a tree removed in the stump ground, choose the ISA certified arborist at River City Tree Service in Baldwin. Right now, we're offering a winter special that will save you a lot of money. Call 314-270-871. That's 314-270-8071. River City Tree Service. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Our video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Joining us today with the Missouri Soybean Report is Brian Stobal. Brian visits us with, visits with us from time to time about things going on down at the Missouri Soybean. And as always, there's things happening. Brian joins us today to tell us about a relationship with Beck Seed. Tell us a little bit about this one, Brian. What's this all about? 
Yes, sure, Mr. Dave. Um, we actually executed a license for commercialization of the soylaic trait through BEX, where they are in licensing soybean varieties from our public universities and putting those into the field throughout maturity groups two and three here in the Midwest. And how long has this been in the making? This, this has kind of well, been a long program, I mean, from start to finish, I guess. Yes, sir. It's been a building program. We've been working with BEX and evaluating lines um, uh, for the last several, well, uh, over the last year. Um, and then we started looking at how we could help and move that into a space to where we had more um, boots on the ground with a sales force, and that wasn't dedicated strictly to um, a smaller IP sector. In most cases, Dave, you know, our soylent component is a non-GM, of course, so it's really tied to a higher-end IP um, section and where someone is buying and crushing. The ability that we get with Bex is that they have a more diversified footprint and they have the ability to put more seed in the ground and get more bushels harvested. So that gives them the ability to now start working with larger processors across the Midwest. And that's the next part of this process is putting that into a larger processing scene. So therefore, we would have a larger reach and more soybean oil and meal from the high oleic, soy lake soybeans out there in the marketplace. And is, are, are, are these beans going to be available to some degree at this next planting season, or, or where are we at on that? Yes, sir. They will be launching straight into that. We've been working on that with them, and um, it looks like everything is rolling uh, full steam ahead, so more to come. Be looking and working with your local BEX representative or any of your BEX dealers and start chatting with them about this because uh, this is in their portfolio, and they're looking to uh, grow this entire acreage for their section here in 2024. Absolutely. How big – have you got any kind of volume numbers for this coming year? What, what your, you know, what, what's your projections, or, or what do you see happening here in, in, the next, in the near term? Well, I'll give you an overall projection for Soylec as a team. Um, you know, we're starting this year with Bex so it's not going to be their largest year of footprint. Mm -hmm. That will come in year two, three, four, and five. What we're looking at right now with Bex is getting them and getting the farmers knowing where they're going to be delivering and growing that relationship of that desired delivery point and that contract that they're going to be setting up with that processor. So this year it will be a little bit lower in the acreage than it will be in 2025. But don't think that Bex is not going to come out ready to go and putting more seed in the ground and testing more new new and improved varieties for the 2025 and 2026 sections of the year. Absolutely. And I'm guessing the research there, in your operation and down at the farm, I guess that, that continues to develop as well. Yes, sir. We, uh, we actually are launching uh, 14 new varieties to winter nursery. So these will be 2026 launched releases. And they're going to range from maturity group two to about a maturity group four. And um, we're looking at potentially adding new herbicide technologies in with that platform for Soylaic Plus Tech coming to the marketplace here in the next two years. So more to come on that, but more herbicide options and giving more farmers the the diversity they need and giving them the portfolio expansion that they need and also allowing them to have the option for that added premium on that bushel harvested. Absolutely. And wrapping it up, so once again, somebody's interested in it, what's your suggestion? Get a hold of your backseat salesman? You can reach out to your Beck seed salesman, your Beck teammate, or any of their agronomy team. You can also reach out to us at soyleic.com. That's S-O-Y-L-E-I-C.com. Hit contact us. That comes straight to me. I will link you up with the Beck team, and we will continue rolling that on. But, hey, whatever it takes, let us know. We're happy to help. We're always looking to diversify the program. So if you're looking for a specific maturity group and a delivery point in your area, always reach out to your Beck teammates. 
and we'll look for that partnership to grow here in 24, 25, and 26 beyond. Soylake.com is the website. If you want to find out more or get a hold of those guys, they can get you set up. As always, those reports brought to you by the Missouri Soybean Growers and their checkoff. 549, let's head over to the weather desk. Zach, it looks like some warmer weather on the way. Still holding at 40 degrees outside at the weather desk. It's going to be partly sunny today, high of 52 degrees. Mostly clear overnight tonight with a low of 36. Mostly sunny on Thursday, 62 degrees the high for tomorrow. Mostly cloudy Thursday night with a low of 43. Partly sunny and 58 on Friday. Could see a spot shower late Friday night into early Saturday morning. It will be partly sunny on Saturday, though. High of 60 degrees and a low of 44 Saturday night. Chance of rain on Sunday with a high of 54 degrees and looking into next week. The warm temperatures continue, mostly sunny on Monday with a high of 51. And on Tuesday, sunny with a high of 52. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. 37 degrees here in Rural Bell. Up 38, check that. Winds are coming in out of the west at 4. Humidity is at 79%. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up 707 and sundown at 521. Well, just because it's warming up a little bit, don't think we're through the winter. Uh, that old furnace has got a long ways to go, and if it's not working properly, who are you going to call if you're on the Illinois side of the river? Viviano.com. Viviano Heating and Air is the place to go. Give them a call. Don Viviano and his team have been in business over 30 years, and they know what they're doing. Their technicians know what they're doing. They're up to date on the latest technology. They can tell you all about the new systems that are so much more energy efficient. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the maintenance program? They come out in the spring and the fall and check your air and check your furnace to make sure you're good for the upcoming season. Why don't you do it today? Why don't you give them a call? Viviano Heating and Air. That's VivianoAir.com. What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's WSDepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, Certainty Composite and Vinyl Siding, Pro-V and Masonite Doors, Decking from Azac, Envision, Fortress, and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. Hi, I'm Rod Ferguson, the host of the brand new show, Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, on KTRS every Sunday afternoon. I'm a native St. Louisan, a Marine Corps veteran, and a local business owner with a definite opinion about the direction of our country. I also believe 2024 is a golden opportunity to rectify that. We may or may not agree, but I believe you'll enjoy the conversations. Join us every Sunday at 3 o'clock for Conversations with Rodney Ferguson on the Big 550 KTRS, brought to you by Crushed Red. From ABC News, Wall Street now. A missed close to the trading day left the Dow Jones 134 points higher and sitting at a new record, 38.467. The S&P gave up a fraction. The Nasdaq Composite slipped three-quarters of one percent. Shares in Tesla slid about three percent in after-hours trading after a Delaware judge voided the $56 billion package given to founder Elon Musk. The judge says the board of directors failed to prove the compensation plan was fair. More work is opening up for non-billionaires. 
The Labor Department counted over 9 million open positions in December. The same report showed more Americans are staying put at the jobs they have. The number of people quitting has fallen to a nearly three-year low. And don't look for your favorite Taylor Swift song on TikTok. Universal Music Group says it'll stop licensing its songs to TikTok, accusing the short-form video giant of bullying and intimidation in its contract negotiations. TikTok says UMG is being greedy. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And we'll see where the markets go today. Well, we talked earlier about the uh, warm weather, and all of a sudden, now we're talking about concerns about the warm weather on the winter wheat crop. Our buddy Gary Crawford with the USDA has more on the situation. As the song goes, and farmers in places like Montana have been dealing with both extremes, the hot and the not. We have seen temperature swings exceeding 100 degrees Fahrenheit over the last two weeks. Wow, from temps hitting 50 degrees below zero to currently 60 degrees above. And USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says during that mid-January Arctic outbreak, winter wheat in most places was protected by a pretty deep snow cover. But in the last few days... We've pretty much flushed a lot of the snow out of the Great Plains region, especially the high plains and that does leave the crop exposed winter wheat exposed to potential weather extremes as we head into february a severe cold wave could do some damage however rippy says right now canada and most of north america very warm unusually warm and that should keep the arctic air at bay for the time being two weeks at least maybe longer gary crawford for the u.s department of agriculture you know zach that's you know, they talk about the 100, temperature, 100 degree temperature swing. Mm-hmm. So if it gets 60 degrees where it was 20 and 30 below, I mean, that is, that's a, you know, 180, 90, 100 degree temperature change. Yeah, in just a two week period. Yeah. Yeah. And, and tough on livestock. And, well, as we heard, now they're worried about about the impact on the wheat crop, whether it's going to come out of dormancy or not. So. A lot going on to keep an eye on there as well. We are just about out of time. Just a little reminder, uh, we got the hay auction on Saturday, and Mike Hamilton, as we said earlier, sending me several texts about the uh, uh, hay that's coming in. Looks like they're going to have a really good run up at the hay auction and a lot of big 3 by 3 by 8s And, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, those are 3 foot by 3 foot bales, uh, 8 feet long. Uh, 84 archards, 53 archard clover, 54 alfalfas, 123rd crop alfalfa, uh, all coming in. And that's early for the week. I mean, it's only midweek, so there'll be a big run come Saturday up at the hay auction. You can find out more at HamiltonHayAuction.com. Overall in the markets, as we wrap it up this morning, well, after some nice gains yesterday, we're giving part of it back overnight, which is kind of typical. March corn is trading at 446, down one and a half. May's at 457, down one and three quarters. September's trading at 471, down one. And December at 479, down a half cent a bushel. Not much, but we're coming into the morning trade in negative territory over on the soybeans as we get started this morning we're coming in lower there march down nine at 1209 it was down to 1206 has come back a little bit may's at 1218 down nine and a quarter november trading at 1189 down seven and a half cents january at 1199 that's down eight it was up to 1208 at one point over on the wheat trade you know we're lower there by about six cents right down the board with the March trading at 599, that's down six and a quarter. May at 609, down six and a half as well. One of the listeners said, uh, let's see, I'm working and I'm milking the cows just another day on the farm. Big shout out to mom. That comes to us from the 618. Always love to hear from the listeners. We are out of here. That music means McGraw's in the wings. 
We'll keep an eye on the markets, have updates at 10 and 12. And with any luck at all, we'll be back from Jeff City in the morning. And we'll do it all again right here on the Big 550 KTRS. See you tomorrow. Last week, I talked about why artificial intelligence isn't coming for your job anytime soon. Now, only a week later, it's looking more like AI for use in business has been overhyped and overpromised. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite. Own a business? Visit netsuite.com slash Kim today and get NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free. Here's a newsflash. Despite all the AI hoopla, most businesses that have invested the money and time to integrate AI into their operations are terribly unimpressed and disappointed. Disappointed because after spending millions, the best return on their investment is maybe 5%. But most businesses have seen absolutely zero ROI. Now, here's an even greater problem. If implementing AI into the business takes more than a month, it becomes outdated long before anyone sees any benefits. For AI to be implemented into business, 2024 is the show me the money year. And so far, that's not happening. Enter to win a brand new $1,000 PC or Mac right now at commando.com slash win.